0: Hey, I know! I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Out of the Drying Pan, a Pokémon the series podcast where each week... We discuss two episodes on the Pokemon anime and random topics that pop up. Just a quick reminder, we are on E4 Explicit Podcast, so listener discretion is advised. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host,
1: Austin. Whoa, that thunder was scary.
0: Yeah, that was pretty cool. It struck like as soon as I introduced you to, so (laughs) hopefully that's a good sign.
1: I am a Disney villain,
0: after all. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah. You're the hill of the podcast, that's for sure. And um, speaking of heels, Alex is here. She's got heels. Oh, How are you okay. Doing, Alex?
2: Yeah, I slay in those heels, too. <laughs> that's right. Stilettos. Work, work, work. Yep.
0: <laughs> and most importantly, we have a special guest this podcast for 104. Kelsey's back to join us. It's been two years. How you been, Kelsey? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've been great. It has been two years. It's been a long time. Happy to be here again. Honored to be uh, included for your Zubat episode.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: We are we are really glad you're here. We kept pushing Austin to get you back on, but he kept saying nah, but we, uh, we finally <laughs> persuaded him <laughs> to allow you back on. So
1: I have tried to get Kelsey on this pod again several times. This is the first time it's actually worked out.
2: It's well, true. the Zubat episode is worth it, you guys. I mean, Zubat's one of the greats, so. Absolutely. One of the best, easily. Kelsey,
1: do you want to tell your Zubat origin story?
3: Yeah, so... Although I definitely stopped watching the Pokemon anime after the original, like, season, I want to say. Good choice. I, right. you know, <laughs> it, uh, I got distracted. There were other things going on. Digimon became big. I jumped ship. But I still was really into the games. So as y'all know, in Pokemon Silver, you have the option to breed your Pokemon, unlike a lot of people who I think were using that feature strategically or like to get cool like baby Pokemon I just really wanted to make more of Pokemon that I already liked so in particular (laughs) I really liked Zubats so in my version of Pokemon Silver in the daycare there were always Zubats in there making more Zubats I at one point I, I mean I don't honestly remember how many Zubats I had I had a lot just because they were cute, I liked them. I didn't realize until later that that was not a popular opinion. Sorry, everybody. It was me making all the zoo bats in the cave. I guess all of them.
1: I remember you saying you eventually released all of them into the wild
3: because mm-hmm. I ran out of space in my in my box. Oh my god, that was so many zoo bats. There were so many.
0: <laughs> the daycare workers sitting there, they were just like, "Oh my god!" I I love <laughs>
3: <guys."> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I swear. At some point, I was like, all right, I can't. I got to catch, like, Lugia or some shit. I got to let these guys go.
0: <laughs> you should have them swarm Lugia, and then you could have just taken them then.
2: It's true. You know what, Kelsey? Every Pokemon is somebody's favorite. And true. you know what? No shame. with the Z- Zubat is so cute. Zubat is I so cute. I have a cute. newfound appreciation for it. It's really good. It's a good one. Thank you, Alex. I love Zubat. Um, I also
3: never evolved them. <laughs> They were just always Zubat. I think I maybe had one Golbat, but the rest they they stick.
2: What are your feelings <laughs> on Crobat, then? Um, I mean, Crobat's cool. I don't know, Zubat's the cutest though. Facts.
1: Golbat disturbs me a little bit.
2: It's one big mouth. Like, where's the yeah. rest of its organs? <laughs> yeah. At? Like, it doesn't need them. It's, it's fine. just
1: a black hole.
2: Doesn't
3: need them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. You know, as we'll learn in this episode. Golbat doesn't need anything Golbat is just powerful enough on its own Mm -hmm. overwhelms scientific and medical devices (laughs) the paragon of power defies all logic
0: yeah this is a random Zubat episode they threw in there but well we'll see what happens before we get into any of the Pokemon episodes we can talk about our weeks though did anybody do anything exciting you can like raise your hand and I'll call on you (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, Austin did something. Austin. <laughs>
2: Austin, wow, that's a first. He just jumped right in there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I've been playing Mario sixty four. Ooh, Woo-hoo. why? Because it's the first time I've played it as a grown up. <laughs> I haven't played it since I was a kid, and I was giving it the gods honest chance. And I'm like, I'm an adult now. I can get all hundred and twenty power stars.
2: How's that going?
1: So <laughs> I'm well known for not being a fan of the Nintendo sixty four generation mm-hmm. and its graphical interface. And its a controller that is built for aliens that come from the eighth dimension and their seventeen limbs.
3: <laughs> Incorrect opinion.
1: Yeah. Well, guess what? Uh, I think Mario sixty four has not aged well.
2: Incorrect. Well, mm. you. I mean, I I agree with you. I think it's the
1: controls it's... are so stiff. And I'm playing it on an N64 <laughs> with an N64 controller, so there's no emulation issues oh, happening. I thought you were using the the Switch online
0: Mm-mm. thing. Okay, uh-uh, you're going
1: OG.
3: Okay, respect. The controls aren't stiff. If you break your controller, and your, oh, all you have to do is break your the controller. Joystick is flopping all over the place.
1: I mean, that joystick is very fragile. I can't believe it survived all this time, all these years. <laughs> Oh, I didn't have Mario Party 1, so maybe that's why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sorry to say you guys, Super Mario 64, I spent like an hour trying to get the eight gold coins at the wing cap switch. It was a pain in my ass.
2: So when are you going to give up and abandon it?
1: Um, Not yet. I have about 40-some stars right now. We'll see how far I get. So you're a third of the way? All right. I don't know if I'm going to get all the 100 coin stars, because fuck that.
2: All the best of luck to you, Austin, in finishing that, because, you know... I know I can't finish games, so I applaud anybody who can. So I'm rooting for you. I really am.
1: Wish me luck with TikTok Tower and Rainbow Ride, because I never could get through the, that stuff. <laughs> oh, so 64,
0: that's, I don't know. I don't remember playing too much. I think my cousin had it, and um, but then it broke. Or the controller broke, like you will talk about. Oh, yeah. the
1: controller broke. Big surprise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Nintendo has a weird history with their controllers <laughs> causing an issue. Like, we have Drift, the Switch... We have broken TVs with the Wii, the Wii U, nobody played, so there was no control. There's just warehouse full of controllers, and the NES and the SNES probably had the best controllers.
1: No, no <laughs> NES. That's <laughs> no, 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 survival-wise. No. Survival oh, was, oh,
0: oh, okay. Like longevity-wise, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, not like layout.
2: So I heard that they're making a new console, Nintendo. What's that, like, going to be? switch 2.0 what's going on with that
0: the switch U. (laughs) oh god (laughs) God. it's gonna be called the switch it up (laughs) switch it up yeah it's like it's an upgrade and they're switching it up with a new console
2: i don't know i feel like they've reached the pinnacle like i really feel like where do you go from the switch but what do i know
0: history tells us that they're gonna downgrade the next one because we had the wii which sold gangbusters the wii u which like i said nobody bought switch what everyone bought so this next one's gonna be real okay
2: the pattern yeah
0: yeah, it's gonna be a bust so i'm not excited but they got they always like i think it's a marketing tactic let's just sell crap and the next one's
2: to hype up the next thing yeah Yeah, like they always uh.
0: they take a loss to go up but uh what'd you do this week alex
2: what did i do okay so i watched the terminator and terminator 2
0: thank god finally
2: and they were so good I don't know why I've been like on, on an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie thing. I know we talked about this a while ago, because I watched the documentary on Netflix, but I'm finally getting around to watching the movies. Terminator 2 is so good. I don't care what anybody says.
0: It's awesome. And the good thing about it is you don't have to watch any more Terminators, because they all suck after this.
2: Yeah, I'm done. In my mind, that's where it ends. Like, it doesn't need to go further. I don't even care about the other movies, like...
1: Even the ones with Arnold?
2: yeah. He, I mean, okay, spoiler alert for this movie that came out in the 90s, so I'm just going to go ahead and say okay. I well, haven't, haven't seen s- it, but okay. I haven't either. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, but okay. I probably never will, so. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll just say it like this then. The ending of Terminator 2 wraps up the storyline perfectly. Like, it's just, it's over. There's no room for interpretation beyond that. It's like, all right, we're good. Like, whatever happens in the others, I don't know and I don't really care to know.
1: Speaking of which, are you guys ready for Barbie 2?
2: Oh, gosh. I hope they don't make a sequel, to be honest with you. I mean, if they can do it well, all right, fine. But it's okay to leave things as it is. Yeah. Let's have a standalone movie.
0: That's awesome, Alex. You finally
1: saw T1 and T2.
2: Next is going to be Conan, I think. But I have to watch that with Austin.
1: Kind of a Marvel character. Kind of.
2: Kind of a Marvel character. Really? Okay. Well. See, all the more reason.
1: Let's not get litigious about the legalities of it all. Kelsey, how was
3: your week? (laughs) (laughs) My week was fine. Oh, good. I wrapped up... Well, I guess technically we'll wrap it into this week. I completed the Barbenheimer. So I saw Oppenheimer on the opening weekend. But I waited to see Barbie because my housemates and I all wanted to see it together. So uh, one of them was out of town. We waited until last Saturday to go see it. It was great. Glad I saw both. Um, Also kind of glad I didn't see both in the same day, in the same sitting.
0: Yeah, unlike some people on this podcast. Yeah, right? Five (laughs)
3: hours is a lot. I don't know. I don't know how that would have gone. But uh, yeah, 10 out of 10. Really fun. I mean, Oppenheimer was upsetting in places, obviously, but like an enjoyable film to watch. And...
1: The weather disagrees.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like actually, but no, it, it was a good
2: time. I don't know. my My life is so boring now.
1: Welcome to week talk.
2: <laughs> uh, that's not entirely true. I think sometimes we have interesting things that go on. I mean, but we're all just out here living. Yeah, yeah. I milked
0: the fake udder last week. That was kind of cool. cool. Yeah,
2: Jacob has the most interesting life of all of us. So that's a fun time. I didn't do that.
1: You milked a real udder.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes.
1: That wasn't intended to be, like, sexual in tone, but... (laughs) the way you said it. (laughs) I don't know how things are going to come out when I say them.
2: It's okay. Well, that's cool, Kelsey. Glad you got to see those movies. They were were both good. Yeah, absolutely. Glad I saw them. I haven't gone to
3: a theater to see a movie in a long time. I was chatting with somebody a little while ago, uh, trying to remember the last movie I saw in theaters, and I was wrong in thinking this. Um, I thought it was Cats. It wasn't. What was- <laughs> oh, Cats was the last movie I saw before COVID, though.
0: Go out in a banger.
3: So, wow, you actually went to see that in a theater, okay? I sure did. Everyone in that theater was high
2: as balls. Yeah, you kind of need to be, right? I yeah. saw it
1: in theaters and it was not high as balls, and no one else in the theater was either, and it was an experience.
3: Were- was your theater, like, super amped to be there? The folks I no. saw it with were definitely, like, <laughs> we all knew what was going on. We all knew what we
2: were there for.
1: We had a mother and son, like, young child, oh. and,
2: like, that was it. Oh. That kind of reminds me, Austin, you remember when we went to see Shape of Water in theaters and it was literally us and, like, a row of elderly folks? Yeah, and what that was, was that? literally it. <laughs> I don't know. We were not high to see that movie either, and maybe we should have been.
1: Speaking of high people, Jacob, how was your week? I went to the movies this week. Did you see Barbie? No.
2: <gasps> Did you see Mission Impossible?
0: No. I saw Princess Mononoke. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. Phantom Events. It was uh, the Japanese version. I never seen that before. That was kind of cool. I went with like a deaf group to go see it, so it had to be subtitled, of course. Like I said, I never seen the Japanese version. I didn't... I liked it a lot better than when I've watched it before. I don't know if it was on the big screen. That makes a difference. Or if I actually paid attention this time. But it was, like, really good.
2: Ghibli movies usually are. I've not seen
0: Princess Mononoke in so long.
3: I don't know if I've ever seen it.
0: I might have been high as balls when I saw it the first time. Because the way this planned out, I was like, I don't remember, like, any... I remember, like, some of it, but, like, it started out way different than I remembered, and, like, how they met was totally different, and I was like, I, don't, I had a really question if I've seen this movie before.
1: The Japanese version is very
0: different. Is it really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> are you trying to make like... me feel better? <laughs> oh, you, you made me feel better for a second. No. I was like,
2: what The director's movie? cut version. Yeah.
0: I was like, all right, that makes sense, but it like like, some of the interactions. I forgot how violent it was. Like, mm. um, this guy's head just gets blown off people's arms get severed and there's a lot of screaming and like wilhelm screaming going on and then the movie ends like it just there's like resolution but it's only in like people being skeptical of what the future is going to hold which i guess that is like how some of those movies end but like i wanted like a full resolution thing like everything's gonna be okay but it don't end that it doesn't end that way
2: sometimes things don't end up okay Jacob. I know. That's the reality of it all.
0: I know but I want everything to be perfect. <laughs> Let's watch a great with the fireflies.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> so no. I can laugh again. <laughs> oh no. You need some con- okay you can't just say that because people are gonna think you're a sociopath or something like <laughs> you right, gotta yeah. give some con. When the
0: kid couldn't get water I lost it let me tell you I was just up there screaming and hooting. No I, my body was over trying to correct because I was so sad.
2: It was a me- defense mechanism. Mm-hmm.
0: Nervous laughter. Yeah nervous laughter that's the way of putting it. There's always extreme with the Ghibli movies. Like you get like s- extreme sadness or you get like just cuteness and comedy. I
3: can't remember the last Ghibli movie that I watched. It might have been the one that I saw with Austin. You know I always do this. I always think that you went with Adam and I to see this movie.
1: What was this movie? It was the one with the brother and sister who were in love but they're not. It, it, oh, yeah. the House on Poppy Hill. Oh, yeah, God. that one. I don't remember
3: the name of that movie though.
1: I saw that movie and immediately called Kelsey and was like, have you seen this movie with a brother and sister who are, like, in love? And she was like, yeah, I saw that in theaters with you. And I was like, no, I would have remembered this. Trust me.
2: <laughs> Wait, Jacob, what do you say it was called?
1: House on Poppy Hill. It's like...
2: Yes, mm, okay.
0: They're, Austin said it's like a brother and sister are in love and they can't be in love, but they're not really brother and sister kind of thing.
3: I don't know. Little, That's still a
0: weird vibe, right? Like, a little I weird, yeah. Very seventh heaven. if that thought ever crossed my mind with a person i was like with i would be like no we just gotta we can be friends you know but not like close friends
1: i won't be rude to you if there is a remote possibility that we are related this ain't happening
3: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: Yeah. uh this is kind of like random but kelsey did i tell you when to
0: iceland
3: oh no that's awesome
0: for uh our listeners because he has a history there but uh yeah, I went there. and I loved it. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful country. About the uh, the relative thing about that app. That's what actually talking oh. <laughs> in my memory. <laughs> oh. I, yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: I was, I, was, <laughs> I was like, I know where you're going with this. That just yeah. didn't pop up
0: in my head. I just remember there being an app. Like, you got to be careful there. They were t- telling us about that when we were there. And I was like, that makes sense if it's like an isolated area.
3: So for listeners, people that don't know, my family is from Iceland. My dad moved to the U.S. when he was a teenager. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, like, to my understanding, the app is more, like, you can just see who you're related to, but I think it has, like, a function where you can, like, make sure you're not related to somebody.
0: Your face, Alex.
2: (laughs) What? Like, I'm just over... Okay, so the population of Iceland is so small that you have to have an app to determine whether or not you're related to someone? The population of Iceland
3: is really small. It's, I think, when I went they had like it was like a population of 360,000 people and a good majority of those people live in and around Reykjavik so if I go to Iceland I got to tell my family because I'm gonna run into somebody and it'll be awkward if they don't know that I'm going
2: that's interesting okay my
3: grandmother's grandfather holds like a record or is like known I mean I I don't know he had his last kid when he was, like, 82 years old, but he had, like, 30 kids. Oh, so <laughs> yeah,
2: that's awesome. A lot oh of people gosh. in Iceland okay, are my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> a sizable number. So there's a relation to someone somewhere, okay, wow, yeah.
0: Let me tell you something, all your relatives are super nice, though, let me tell you.
2: nicest people <laughs> awesome. I've ever
0: met in my life. <laughs> Glad
3: to hear it. <laughs> It's a, it's a neat place. I mean, you know, it's really physically beautiful. Uh, when did you go? Did you go in the summertime or?
0: Yeah, we went in like early June, like almost like. Oh, the that's great. First. Yeah. And like, it was just like the most relaxed atmosphere. It didn't feel like rushed or anything. Everybody was super nice. We were in Reykjavik mainly.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But we went to see like a bunch of the natural area, but it was like just, you know, I couldn't brag about it enough.
3: Were you there for their independence day? 17th of June.
0: No, no, we left, we left before that, but I did read about that. Hey, I didn't realize it was like that new of a country. I was telling them, like it was like 1945 was when it was like, yeah, officially ordained as a co- I was like, holy cow, it's new, but you guys caught up real quick. I mean, everything's working really well there, so good for y'all.
3: Yeah, they, uh, it has not been without some, uh, some hiccups, but
0: oh, I read about those two, but y'all got through <laughs> it, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't mean to turn this in like the history of Iceland. Oh talk, yeah, that yeah. was like that was just I just knew you had like a the history there. <laughs> I want to just brag about it.
3: Hope you got to eat some some good food and also some of the weird food. Yeah, That they have there. Yeah, the shark. Austin had the shark.
1: I had the shark. There's footage of me eating the shark. Oh gosh, I didn't have it.
3: You missed out.
1: I want
0: to go there. Nah.
3: Ah, if you ever wanted to know what it would be like to just eat straight ammonia. <laughs> lick a cat litter box oh my god all but right that's essentially oh my god <laughs> it's well austin do you remember
1: yeah vaguely it's why i never got into water sports <laughs> oh
0: my god the one thing that really shocked me about iceland though was uh the fact that there weren't any castles there like in our pokemon episode oh. for this week
3: <laughs> oh yes no no castles excellent jacob <laughs>
0: episodes we have for this week like i said one involves the castle in fact it rhymes it's called hassle in the castle and what's the other one two hits and a miss d no i'm kidding it's called two hits and a miss
2: <laughs> but that would have been a
1: lot better if it was two hits and a misty
2: it wasn't a misty episode, shockingly
1: i actually wrote misty's not doing anything this episode is she
2: <laughs> not really i forgot she was in
3: that episode i forgot anybody was in that episode other than hitmontop it's underwhelming
2: in my opinion
0: the episode or hitmontop hitmontop oh yeah
2: Not a favorite of mine, but could be a favorite of somebody, yeah. Yeah, It's no
0: Zubat, am I right? (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Exactly. The fighting Pokemon, they're too human looking, sort of. Human dinosaur people, I don't know. They're uncanny valley.
2: Machoke, maybe, but Hitmonlee is like a body with no head. It's kind of weird.
0: It looks like a Mr. Potato Head with like Slinky's legs.
3: (laughs) Weird humanoid shapes.
0: And then him on top is like a top with,
1: I don't know. A third leg. What is with me today? Christ. Sorry.
2: Austin, you something's going on with you. All these Freudian things going on. I don't you.
1: know what's going on with me. Do
0: we need to explore it real quick? Are you okay? No, we don't. Uh, no, okay. we don't. No, we
1: don't. <laughs> Let's explore the, the mansion, the Zubat <laughs> Manor.
2: Okay. Oh, before. Okay. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Austin, you said you were going to remind me and you didn't remind oh, me. Oh, God damn. I'm so sorry. Jacob, I'm sorry to interrupt, eee, pause. We have to do a shout out first before we jump into the episodes. So as we all know, sorry, I'm hijacking real quick, the host (laughs) duties. Uh, It
0: happens to me on the freeway.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. So as we know, we've got the Instagram up and running and we've actually had a few of our followers reach out and one of them, Liam, left us a message. Because we were talking about, was it last week's episode or the week before, the pseudo wudo episode? We were talking about Mimic, and we were wondering, how does Mimic work as a move? And so Liam was very kind and gracious and sent us a message on our Out of the Drying Pan Instagram account and said this about Mimic. Mimic is good to use against a dragon type because it's self-damaging, doubles if your opponent's Vaporeon does something like Surf, but has a Dugtrio out too, because then you'd have a super effective move against the Dugtrio or against a setup Pokemon like using Spikes, Toxic Spikes, and Tailwind. Thank you, Liam. Now we know how to use Mimic competitively.
0: Yeah, anybody could chime in like that and help us out here. Like, I always get relieved when Kelsey joins us because she knows more than I do. She can carry more weight. Austin and Alex know a lot. I don't. So anytime a listener can chime in, please help us out.
2: Yeah, so I don't know much about the competitive Pokemon scene, but we appreciate any information that you guys are willing to give us. So thank you, Liam, for that information.
0: Yeah. Any
1: life pro tips?
2: As we know from my Zubat story, I've never played Pokemon <laughs> Just competitively.
3: a, a so. team of Zubats.
1: <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> I think that's actually illegal.
2: Wait, you can't use a Team of the Six like same Pokemon?
1: I don't think so. Maybe you could have like a Zubat, a Golbat, a Crobat, a Woobat, a Swoobat.
2: Y'all, did we ever talk about the one time that, like, Austin... We did talk about this, we right? Did. We went to play yeah, we did. play Pokemon, and somebody got really mad at me because I used an Electross on my team, and I literally had no idea. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend.
1: If it's in the game, you can do it.
2: That's how I feel. I don't care
1: what Smogun says or whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just used it because I thought it looked cool, just like Kelsey uses Zubat because she thinks it looks cool. That's literally my only thought process when i play the games
3: that's how they're meant to be played <laughs> <It's Yeah.
4: good.
2: laughs> don't tell the truth
4: <laughs> anyway i
2: just i wanted to mention that because we promised that we would so like i said thank you to liam for the helpful tips on how to use mimic competitively because i did not know that before
0: we'll just start asking random questions throughout people can pop in and answer it Post questions on Instagram,
1: Alex. Hmm.
2: Yeah, okay. Why, Austin, you have a question? I
1: was just thinking of some questions I could ask. Let's think
2: about What's some questions. What's your social
1: security number and bank routing number? <laughs> do <you> oh. <laughs>
0: support our new Pokemon crypto?
2: Oh, God.
0: Uh, how do we want to divide this up? Because
1: there's four people. Kelsey, is there anything you want to recuse yourself from? Any duties?
3: Don't make me do the summary of the second episode.
1: Okay. We can That's do
3: that. it. That's all.
1: All right.
0: I did the randomizer before. And, uh, I'm so sorry, Kelsey, I forgot you were on this episode, so only put only put three <laughs> names in it, but I could redo it again if I need to.
2: It's okay. We'll just do the randomizer, like, for all four of us, and then whoever's, okay. like, last just sits out everything, I guess, and just chimes in where appropriate, or they want to. I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: All right, randomizer is spoken. Kelsey's first, me second, Austin's third, Alex is fourth.
1: All right, that Alex, bye. don't get
2: to do shit. All right, here, I, I'm going to just mute myself the rest of the time. Cool. <laughs> All right, I'm ready.
1: All right, three, two, one, summarize.
3: Uh, Ash and company have a rocky horror moment. It's raining. They find a castle. They go in. There's screaming people for some reason, and that's because it is a treatment center. Doesn't seem creepy at all. Um, there's Pokemon in there doing treatments and diagnostics. One of them is Zubat wearing a bow. Very cute. Uh, Dr. Anna is the doctor attending to them uh misty asks her why she's not working in a hospital but i feel like it's kind of obvious given what's going on there uh Time. i think it lost <laughs> sorry got a little fixated on dr anna's medical malpractice this
1: is what we always do we always fixate on these like one-shot characters and we're like they're clearly running a scam yeah they're always trying to defraud people or like indoctrinate people or both in this case
3: there's a trap door in her castle that she knows is
2: there (laughs) but mm, i don't know why didn't they like describe like what the castle is she didn't ever say like hey this is like my great grandparents castle and i'm like using it as a spa and treatment center or like We're just renting out a room here. Like, they never explain (laughs) it. It's a
1: Verbo. They They (laughs) vaguely do. Let's get into it. Okay.
2: They're like, it's my friend's.
3: It's her friend's castle. (laughs) What happened to the friend? She down there?
4: They died. In the basement?
3: I, for a brief moment, forgot that it was a Pokemon episode and thought they were going to go down there and she was actually going to be revealed to be, like, an evil,
2: like, Team Rocket person, but... Then I was like, no.
1: That's a better episode. That's
2: too high class for Pokemon. Like, that's not... (laughs) It's too highbrow. Highbrow, yeah.
1: (laughs) This
0: episode, it really, like, takes a turn. The complete opposite way I thought we were going to go. All right, let's dive in here.
1: All right. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah. All right, so Brad and Janet are newly engaged, and they need to go announce their engagement (laughs) to Dr. Scott for some reason. Also, Brad and Janet are Ash Misty Brock. Aren't I summarizing this episode? Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, shit. What am I doing?
2: Austin decided he was gonna summarize. Yeah, I got it.
1: really excited about the Rocky Horror angle.
2: <laughs> Austin, that's such bullcrap. I tell you all the time, I'm like, oh my god, Austin, let's watch Rocky Horror. And you're like, no, I never want to watch it again. And I never want to like,
1: watch it again.
2: So excited to talk about it.
1: I just wanna talk over Jacob. That's all I wanna do.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have Kelsey, I'm gonna have Kelsey give you a stern talking to.
1: <laughs> okay, so I have the Hitmontop episode. God damn yeah. it. Alright, go ahead, Jacob. Do you we can swap if you want to, I no, don't no, care. no,
0: no, 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 no. I've never seen Rocky Horror, so you're, you gotta have to chime in with the, uh...
2: Jacob! Oh my god! Oh. What? Y'all, you guys Fantastic. are... you haven't all seen right? Terminator! <laughs>
1: so, I've seen Terminator, just not Terminator I 2. I have seen
2: Terminator. <laughs> I haven't.
1: Jacob hasn't seen The Wizard of Oz.
2: What? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen The Wizard of Oz either. Okay, we've all, we all have stuff How? we've never been exposed to, but this is why we have friends to introduce us to stuff.
3: Have you never just, like, had your TV on at, like, two o'clock in the morning, and I I don't know. I feel like The Wizard of Oz is just always, you can always watch it. If that
0: was on, I actually turned it (laughs) to something good, like Aqua Team Hunger Force, or, you know, Family Guy, or something. something.
3: Instead of one of the most classic and, like, iconic movies of all
2: time. You're not gonna (laughs) win with this.
0: (laughs) I think that Aqua Team Hunger Force is just way better plot development than uh, a girl that gets sucked up in a tornado and, like, bumps her head and thinks she's in fantasy world.
3: Someday you're going to watch The Wizard of Oz, and it's going to be, like, that that picture or uh, that meme video of the cat that somebody puts a flower on its head, and then it, like, zooms out. Is that something anyone has seen?
1: How is that related?
3: It's going to blow your mind.
1: Oh, okay.
4: Oh. okay.
3: Like, it's going to—you're going to be the cat. You're going to be like, wow. I mean, I
0: think I saw Oz, and that was really, really good compared to, like— the prison show. No like the James Franco the uh, James
2: Franco huh? movie yeah oh man well
1: you're the one person who saw that
2: you gotta watch Tin Man all right no
1: you don't <laughs> if,
2: if you enjoyed that then the
3: Wizard of Oz is gonna blow your mind
0: yeah there's a castle in Wizard of Oz like there's I assume like there's a castle there, in this episode is. right yeah. okay mm-hmm. yep. uh, yeah
3: yeah <laughs> yeah that's about where the the comparison ends. That's where it ends. But, but it is there. Yeah. If there's <laughs> any
0: Rocky Horror stuff, yeah, I've never seen it. You guys can chime in with the... Uh,
1: Basically, they are they get caught in the rain when their car breaks down. And so they find a castle nearby and they go in there and, like, wacky stuff happens.
0: Okay. So that's just, like, this episode where, like, we get caught in the rain. We run up to a castle. We're, like, walking in the corridor. And then we hear, like, this orgasmic scream mm-hmm. down the hall. Right? Is that what? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, basically. And then we like, and
0: then like, of course we run towards it, because, I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: Let's, they want to get on, on the action. Yeah,
0: what's down, what's down there? Am I right? <laughs> this is like Rocky Horror.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and uh, they get there, and there's a, a machoke, like, rubbing on some guy, right? Which, <laughs> he's giving a <them> massage. Let <laughs> me make that
1: clear. <laughs> okay. okay. Massage. Kelsey, do you remember sending me a screen grab of this machoke masseuse guy?
3: don't but i i bet i did
1: you sent me a screen grab like this picture of this machoke masseuse situation and you said what episode is this and i said it's from hassle in the (laughs) castle i'm 99 percent sure and i was right and you were like oh man i gotta watch that episode and i said it's the zubat episode and you were like oh man i gotta watch this episode did it live up to your hopes and dreams
3: it was by far the better episode i will say that
1: oh yeah
0: yeah this is a good one Like, it is a Zubat episode. Like, there's a... Because we get it right off the bat. Like, there's the Machoke massaging that guy. That probably felt pretty good.
3: I don't know about that.
0: It depends if, like, Machoke can regulate his, like, tension with his hands. You know, like, if he's just all crushed and no smooth, he's going to hurt you pretty bad.
3: I mean, he is a chiropractor. So, you know.
2: It started out sounding good, but it turned in... It devolved. He was, like, screaming out in agony at one point.
0: Got to get those. That's sciatica. Let me tell ya, you. You got to get in there to get rid of that.
2: That lumbago.
0: Flush that nerve out. But there's, a like I said, there's some choke rubbing somebody. Then we got like these Zubats running around and the Zubat scans some guy. And uh, then this doctor comes in named Dr. Anna and she's like, dude, you've got kidney stones. Uh, so the <laughs> Zubats are really good at detecting like masses in the body. There's a whole bunch going on here with Pokemon and like some weird medical practices. Like is this pseudo medicine or is this like... Common practice in the... Is this snake oil or is this actual... This is
1: (laughs) snake oil. Between the chiropractor machoke, the (laughs) simpanorax silk wrap that they use as a (laughs) cast? What was that? That woman woman didn't appear to have a broken arm or anything.
3: She didn't, but she will. (laughs) Shortly. Cutting off circulation to her leg.
1: There was like more Reap electroshock therapy going on all in the same room.
3: Nobody is using sterile instruments.
0: Yeah, there's no sterilization going on here by just swapping needles and it's, a, uh, it's
3: gross. There's no perceivable way that the Zubat scan is in any way communicating to that computer except for an arrow that I believe said, okay. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's okay. That is definitely how ultrasounds work, by the way. Seen it, can confirm.
1: You just got to pay Dr. Anna $150,000 a year and the Zubat scan will say you're okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Seems real legit. Now come
1: out to her spooky castle in the woods where there are no other people for miles.
3: Don't go down the hall, though.
1: This is like when there's giant commercials when the
0: doctor starts speaking and they're like, this person is not a licensed medical professional, but they're giving you advice with like the bottle in their hand. Like, take this to fill uh, 30 instead of 80. You're going to love it. This is not very regulated. Is what we're trying to say Dr. Anna is a fake doctor. She has no license.
3: Also, Team Rocket is there. Yeah. Their, their motto is different this time, and we get a fun... Uh, James says, like, something about Jesse's complaining.
0: Should I read it out, or do you want me Does someone have their quote, or should I go ahead and read it out? Oh, you've got actually got it, Austin? Thing. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Who, who's Jesse? Who's James?
0: You didn't separate it, Austin. There's no way to know. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Jesse always starts, yeah. so...
0: Uh, Alex, you're Jesse, since you got no part.
2: Oh, I... I'm doing... Oh, thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, Austin, you could be... Uh...
1: Ooh, I'm James. Yeah, you could be James. And then, uh... is Meowth in there? I did not include him. Okay, go for it. You but guys... you two can be wow. Meowth and Wobbuffet if you want to. Wobbuffet. Oh, my God. All right, go for it. So, am
2: I, am I starting this? <laughs>
1: yeah, you gotta start it.
2: We have no appointment, but we've been having some trouble.
1: So subscribe... Oh, I made a typo. So prescribe us some ointment on the double. <laughs>
2: to protect us from all that chafing and itching.
1: <laughs> it might finally stop all of Alex's complaining. What?
2: (laughs) Wait a (laughs) second here. Oh my god, this is not true to the show here.
1: All Jesse's bitching. Sorry, that's what he said.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) To eradicate the evils of athlete's feet.
1: Maybe I can get rid of my prickly heat. Jesse. James.
2: Team Rocket's been scratching at the speed of light.
1: So give us some salve or we'll never sleep tonight.
2: Why do they have like, like a rash? Like, I don't understand this.
0: They were eating food as they said this, too. Like, they sneak in the castle to steal food, and this is the thing that they say? I mean, I don't know.
2: It's all because of that complaining joke.
1: They just wanted to put the word bitching in
0: there. That's really what it is. Oh, that's what it was? Okay. I guess Giovanni doesn't really provide them with the medical care that they need if they have to run to fake doctors to get itches relieved.
2: They don't have medical insurance.
0: I guess they're contractors, technically, so they don't get the benefits. We need to take it
1: up with Team Rocket HR.
0: Like I said, Team Rocket's here. They're stealing some food. And they run away after they see, like, Ash and Misty and the twerps. But then we kind of go to flash to Dr. Anna real quick. And her and Brock have been sort of hitting it off from the beginning. Like, they're in love with each other. No, they're not. Happy? No, they're, No, oh, I no they have so. not. That's, that's <laughs> not true at all. You know, we know Brock, right? He has romanticizes his thoughts about women. But anyway, they sure they have in common that they have a zoo bat. Kelsey's favorite Pokemon. And this one's name from Doctor Anna is Mimi, and it's the one given the fake sonograms. So it's got that going for it, right? It thinks it has a purpose.
2: It's got more a cute so bow. than the rest, right? Yeah, a cute bow.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's I thought it was a shiny at first. I was like, Oh crap, it's a green uh Zubat, but now nah, it's uh it's wearing a bow. It
2: had a green bow on. <laughs> it had a
0: green bow on.
2: It should have been shiny though. I feel like that would have been a good way to like establish it as standing out from the rocks, but
1: Yeah. I have a tempestuous relationship with shiny Zubats. Mm. My sister saw a shiny Zubat in Sapphire, and she said, oh, look, a green Zubat! And I said, you better catch that Zubat, and she knocked it out in one hit, and was like, oopsie poopsie!
2: That's <laughs> criminal. Right, that's a very sad thing.
1: Even though it's green, so it's ugly. Yeah, but well, they're all green. The color green is fine, but the shiny green Pokemon are ugly.
2: Wait, Crobat's not green. Crobat is like a lighter purple, but it has green wing membranes, I think. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I those green membranes are pretty bad. You think so? Oh, yeah.
2: I don't know. It's not the best shiny, but it's certainly not the worst. I don't think it's that bad. Thank Kelsey. Kelsey agrees with me.
1: It looks sickly. It's not good. It's not great.
3: Goldbat looks a little, little weird. It's not the worst. It's not the worst I've seen.
1: Please read description. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna say <laughs>
1: is that like a youtube video thumbnail <laughs> yeah, i guess so no
3: it's an image from from
2: ebay oh <laughs> whatever this oh. is it's two dollars and 99 cents oh it's people selling chinese yeah oh
0: my god what? The, uh, yeah because it says
2: in the corner it says six ivs so it's a probably a perfect hacked shiny
0: can we get in that business We'll talk about it after the podcast. We'll, we'll start with it shiny. We're going
1: to be Dr. Anna's ourselves
0: That's right, real yeah. soon. <laughs> Speaking of Dr. Anna, uh, this is where, like, when I was talking earlier about the episode just not going where I think it was going to go, Dr. Anna and, and, like, Brock, they see Team Rocket, like, grab this food, and they start chasing after him. And then we, like... Dr. Anna obviously has never walked around this castle before because we literally walk 10 feet from the operating room down this hall, and then we slide down into this, like corridor or like this dungeon basement that just happens to be at the bottom of this castle yes alex
2: no see i'm gonna i'm gonna refute that point because like kelsey was kind of saying earlier dr anna knows this castle and she tells team rocket she's like wait don't run that way watch out there's a and then they fall into the trap door and she continues to run and falls right behind them and i'm like you are something wrong with you like
0: that's what I mean she doesn't know like she acts like she doesn't know it's there even though she says it's there
2: yeah but I don't understand why she continued to run knowing that she was going to run right into the trap.
0: oh they do explain that actually
2: does she have like amnesia like what
0: she had a surgery in her operating room that she knew she couldn't perform so she was like oh no and slid down in the hole that (laughs) way she didn't get exposed as a fake doctor She got trapped in her
1: (laughs) labyrinth chamber that she has.
0: (laughs) I can't operate on you. I'm stuck.
2: casually.
1: Is this when she said, she specifically says, a client gave me this castle to work out of?
2: Oh, is that when she kind of explains it?
1: But they only work out of like two or three rooms and the rest of it's like trap doors, I guess.
2: Who is the client? Bruce Wayne? Like, I don't
3: understand. (laughs) What purpose does this serve? Is it a security?
1: The fact that she's taking advantage of her clients and they're giving her like land and property this is textbook cult
2: it's a bad situation what is that movie with jack black bernie's or something or whatever where he like we talked about this yeah yeah. he uh befriends that elderly eccentric rich lady and like ends up murdering her and this is a true story and so is that the same thing with anna like she befriended an elderly person and like murdered them and took their castle
0: Probably, but the murder would be, like, discreet, like, she probably just had Mimi, like, supersonic the person's head till it exploded and then just say, like, oh, it was an accident.
2: Who knows?
0: She kept giving her supersonic until, like, the liver failed or something,
1: I guess, I don't know. (laughs) Shocked her with that Mareep.
2: God, what is that movie called? It's (laughs) Bernie. Is it Bernie?
1: It's called Bernie, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, thank you, I was right.
1: Dr. Anna's favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) She stole, yeah, this is just the plot of Bernie.
2: was. That was a decent movie.
1: Am I the only one who has never heard of this? yes I don't I don't I don't know what's wrong with me
2: I feel like you are because I feel like th- I mean this was based this is a true story like this actually happened
1: I I, I don't know what I was doing that year in t- 2011 back in the quarter this dungeon area that
0: it's no no use like these people don't use it
1: I will say this about the dungeon area the dungeon area has working electricity all throughout it
3: there's a light switch yeah she's got Wi-Fi down there
1: that's where the router is.
3: That's why she knew about
1: it. Yeah. It's a death maze, too. Because, like, there's a whole bunch of fake exits and... What was that guy who created the hotel that killed people? What? The guy who created the hotel, and it's like, there's trap doors and stuff. All these people would go to the hotel and never come out because they were killed. I swear to God, this is a thing. Oh,
2: hold on, hold on. Is this H.H. H. Holmes? This yes. is H.H. Holmes. Oh, yes. This was, like, the World's Fair guy, right?
0: Yes. I thought it was Wizard of Oz.
2: Yeah, Murder Castle. It was the... For people who don't know... Herbert Webster Muget, or H, better known as H.H. H. Holmes, was an American con artist, multiple murderer active between 1891 and 1894. His most notorious crimes took place in Chicago around the time of the World's Columbian Exposition in 1893. Yeah, he built, like, a murder castle, and he would lure people from, like, the fair into his, like, murder house.
0: So this is this, like, retailing
1: Basically right, this Pokemon episode. Yeah, cause- yeah, it's exactly okay.
2: this. Right. It's exactly <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> these cha- There's all these like traps that are like will kill you. There's like falling bricks and like the walls will cave in on you. Like I said, they keep getting lost in it. And
0: like Kelsey said, there's like Wi-Fi down there because like Doctor Ren has this computer that's like pointing him in all these different directions, but they're all wrong and they're booby trap. Like people bricks fall and like I say, bricks fall on people. Arrows shoot out. You know, bones fall on you. It's a horrible.
3: I will say, my personal favorite moments of this episode is when they fall down there, and Doctor Anna pulls out her computer, and they use supersonic to detect like the map. It looks like it's a like Zelda game or something, like dungeon map. And James exclaims, "Cyber!" Oh yeah. <laughs> in case you weren't aware that we're in 2001. <laughs> that was very Xenon
1: girl the 21st century.
0: Oh my god I can't remember what they say in Xenon. Zetus Lapidus. No it's not that. There's one that's like Vega <laughs> Omega. You're getting there. I'm Keep bringing them out because it's not the one I'm thinking of. God it's when they something really good happens.
3: Where's our Xenon
0: podcast? Oh my gosh. We've talked about doing that before. That's going to be a bonus episode.
1: Did we talk about Xenon with Kelsey last time Kelsey was on the podcast? No. <laughs>
0: We may have. I don't think so.
1: That may be a false memory. Okay. We definitely talked about it because I watched it one time for my
0: week and then we talked about oh, yeah. it. And, yeah. I watched all three. and they, Yeah. Just like in Xenon, there's no way out of uh, this maze. So, right? Sure. There's... Right? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Work with me here. There's uh, there's no ending to this maze, right? There's no way out. Like, you're meant to die down here. The exit takes you to a cliff face and
1: you open the door and it's stone. <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> you're just right, yeah.
0: they Ash and uh, Misty and, like, the, whatever, the fake nurse, whatever.
3: Oh, yeah. And her, like, sentient pine cone. Yeah, she,
0: th- yeah sentient pine cone. They, like, have to f- tear down a wall for then to, like, they're working on this, tearing down this wall to get them out. Otherwise, you just kind of suffocate and die down there there's no exit They're there's no exit it. yeah you're meant to die down here. this is probably where like people that they don't want to operate on or people who like expose them as being a scam doctor this is where they send them
2: you can't pay your bill to the dungeon
0: yeah this is collections
2: yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> you
0: is there a payment plan oh yeah just go down that hall and it's to the right <laughs>
2: you know <laughs> she gives like so after she pulls out her like laptop that she conveniently has and she is like scanning the room and she's like okay you know this is the way we go or whatever Doesn't she give like an explanation where she's like, oh, if you trigger the booby trap in one of the routes out of here, the other one opens up. It's like safe. But I'm like, how are you supposed to like go that way if you died from setting off the trap in the other room?
1: Yeah. Well, you sacrifice your Wobbuffet. You just push him into the trap and then walk around it.
2: Yeah, you have to sacrifice somebody from the group every single time. This
1: like, is like Saw in some way. This it
2: is. Into Let's Saw. play a game. Yeah, like <laughs> jigsaw
0: going on here. Someone's got to sacrifice for the group to live.
2: Dr. Anna is Jigsaw.
0: She's actually in on this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I want to play a game. Yeah, trainers. the body in
1: the corner is actually alive. She was not expecting them to blow up that stone blockade. She thought they were going to stay down there.
2: Wait, so how was she supposed to get out?
1: Oh, she knows the secret exit. Oh, okay. She's probably
0: like the... Is Melanie the one that kills people on the trail? Yes.
1: Yeah. This she, is yeah. Melanie's the, uh, sister. <laughs> yeah,
2: this is... She's the, the false bridge oh. girl that... This is her mother, aunt, sister? I don't know. Her doctor. Her doctor. This whole thing made me think of a thing that really
3: happened in the early 20th century. This woman whose name was Linda Hazard. Oh. Oh. Which is a great name if you're going to kill people by pretending to be a doctor. Wow. Just saying. She basically like started this treatment center where their treatment that she purported was going to like save you or cure all your ills was extreme fasting so all these people starved to death and when they were like physically weak she would take them to her treatment center all the way in the middle of nowhere on an island and have them like sign away all of their money and property and shit to her and then she had a relationship with a mortician in the city and she would ship the body back they would do whatever cremate it replace the person's remains with some other person say that it was embalmed and that's why it looked different and she did that for a long time she like successfully scammed and killed all these people for a real long time
1: so when does she change her name to dr anna and move to the johto region
3: exactly that's a scary
2: story. God, mm-hmm. there was a book about it called *Starvation Heights*. Was she like keeping them like hostage there? Like, could could they not leave? Like, I feel like after some point, you'd be like, you know what? I'm I'm hungry. I need a sandwich or something. Like, they were like
3: forty pounds. Like, they were so physically weak that they like the famous case is that she met these two sisters, these two like wealthy women who were in their like early thirties. I mean, it's just, like, wellness scams today, I guess, in that respect. Just this, like, <laughs> wellness influencer of the early 20th century. And they were like, oh my god, we're gonna try out your new scheme. So they were taken in. Yeah. They, like, she put them up in a hotel in the city. Or not a hotel, like, an apartment building in the city. She, They, like, were doing her fasting, got really sick, and then she brought them out to, like, heal in her wellness center in the middle of nowhere and separated them and told one of them that the other one was like delirious because she wanted to leave but was physically unable to and then the other one died somehow they got in contact with like their family member family member came and the one woman survived and i think they sued them but she got them to like give her power of attorney over them and like
4: Holy cow. Yeah, that's a
3: sad story. Just like Dr. Anna.
0: Just like the wall in this castle. My mind just exploded.
3: Whoa. Because
0: that's what happens in the episode. I mean, the wall explodes, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> Thanks to this sentient pineco that you were, like, you know, referencing earlier. That didn't destroy the pineco, though.
1: No, he's fine.
3: Yeah, he's fine. That's a thing about self-destruct, and maybe, maybe that's a question people can answer. But I feel like it implies... Self destruction, you know, <laughs> yeah. arguably, there should be nothing left. It is right? self destruction.
1: As someone who has self destructed many times, you can pull it back together, Austin, if you have the resources to do so. Austin, we're talking about physically, not emotionally.
0: Oh, okay, That's okay. I got confused. <laughs> okay. We've all done that. Oh,
4: okay,
2: right. <laughs> Rain it in, Austin, and it in. I forgot
3: how silly Pineco looked. I forgot the Pineco existed. Actually, I was like, who's who well, so supposed? do the writers
1: of the show most of the time, so mm-hmm. you're you're fine. I like to rub peanut
0: butter on my pine cone, let the squirrels lick it off. <laughs> you never did that as a kid?
1: No, I never did that.
2: We did, okay, in all seriousness, and not the euphemism that Jacob was going for. No, I was not.
0: I was <laughs> talking about another Pokemon.
2: We put peanut butter on pine cones and rolled them in bird seed and then stuck them up on the trees. Oh, okay.
1: I remember the bird seed now. Now it's coming back.
4: Okay? Yeah, see? Yeah.
0: I'm not crazy like Dr. Anna. Uh all right, let's wrap this episode up here. I think we've talked about m- maniacs and <laughs> murders long enough. That's good stories. Good stories.
3: Became a true crime podcast after all.
0: We're not monsters. Bl- wall explodes. And this is not Team Rocket. I don't know. They like hide behind the stone that's been blown up and they nab Pikachu. Of course. You know, they put them in this glass box. I mean, we've all been in one before where you can't get out of it. And, you know, we try to shock a yourself glass out.
2: glass box of emotion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the similar metaphor I was going for. And Team Rocket, you know, tries to steal it, but Brock throws out his Zubat. This is not Mimi. This is Brock's Zubat, Tim. And Tim is Tim. out there.
2: Tim! <laughs>
0: Tim is out there kicking ass. You know what I mean? Like Apparently, <laughs> yeah.
2: Brock's goal bat or Zubat is named Tim.
0: Yeah, verify that, listeners. Send that on Instagram. Tim is going crazy. He's eating mosquitoes and kicking Team Rocket's butt. <laughs> but uh, he's kicking so much butt that he actually evolves into a, what's it called? A goal bat? Yep, goal bat giant old mouth. Yeah, a giant mouth hole.
2: I mean, bats are kind of like that. Can you understand... Can anyone understand, please, I'm begging you, why I hate whale sharks so much? I can't stand the fact that they're all mouth. It's just too much. Uh, They are... I mean... They're kind of scary, I guess. I could
1: understand being afraid of a golbat. Like a golbat could put you could put your head in its body, but a whale shark cannot.
2: No, that's not true. It's I don't believe it. I don't believe it, Austin.
0: A guy got eaten by one recently.
2: A, a whale shark?
0: Yeah, he got eaten by one. He was in like a kayak and it tipped over and he got sucked in the mouth. See? Yeah.
2: Are we sure that was not a basking shark? No,
0: because it was it was too big.
2: I'm pretty sure it's basking sharks. I'm not giving whale sharks any grace. I'm so sorry. They're They're not going to eat you. They will, and I can't. They wouldn't want to.
1: They'd be like, get the hell away from me. I want to eat krill or whatever.
2: There's something about being in the blue nothing of the ocean, and then like you're sitting there, and then here comes a giant mouth. Okay, I can't even talk about it.
0: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. Oh, it was a basking shark? no no a whale shark ate the guy and then this is a picture of a basking shark
2: it's okay we don't need to we don't need to put pictures oh my god <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> i'm sorry alex i'm so sorry
0: oh my god
2: i regret i delete him i'm sorry i think i have a legitimate phobia of this, jacob <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: oh no i don't like that how do i delete somebody else's <laughs> post <laughs> I'm reporting your message. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Abuse or harassment. Harmful misinformation or
2: glorifying violence. Thank you.
0: probably harmful misinformation.
2: (laughs) Sorry. You know what? This is, we need to have a therapy. I think I need to confront my thalassophobia and my fear of whale sharks because I can't. What about a cute, I got a cute fish. That one looks, that's a sunfish. It is a sunfish. Do we have like a
0: basking shark Pokemon?
2: No, and I hope and I pray we never get one. What about Whale Lord? I guess that's a whale. It's a blue. Those are okay. Those are okay. I'm fine with. Well, I don't
1: understand why whales you're fine with, but whale sharks you are not.
2: I don't, I don't know. It's the it's mouth. The mouth. The, with the, with the regular uh, whale with the, the baleen, you know, they have the teeth. I mean, it's not horrifying. Like, they can't open their mouth up like that. Like, it's just, Kelsey understands. Kelsey understands the fear.
3: I mean, it makes sense. It'd be a bummer. It would not happen,
2: like, why anybody wants to dive in the ocean? Is- that's the real question. I don't yeah. I don't go in the ocean. I stay on the land. So that's I'm fine with that.
1: Let's all get in a sardine can and go see the Titanic, you guys.
2: Right. Yeah. No, no. That's <laughs> those people got what they deserved. I'm Not sorry. Not the kid. Not the kid. Let the ghosts rest in peace. Let those poor people rest in peace.
0: Yeah, that sucked. That would suck. What also sucks is Team Rocket, because they can't catch yeah. the Pikachu.
2: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Golbat sucks because its teeth, yeah, Golbat bat. sucks on vampire. yeah.
0: Golbat saves the day, right? This Zubat Tim finally evolves and now it's named Timothy.
1: It's got bigger. The name Timothy! Exp-
0: <laughs> the name expands with the uh, evolution.
1: It only took Timothy 161 episodes to evolve since we first met him. We've only seen him in like three, though. I know. Okay, yeah. That means he was about ready to evolve this entire time. And yeah. this is just the first time he got to do anything. Yeah, and it turns
0: out that uh, our question gets answered because after like Team Rock gets beaten by like uh, the Skull Bat and Pikachu helps a little, we go back to the fake lab where like people are getting shocked, and uh, this Golbat Bat all mouth turns out to be a bad thing because it can't. You think it'd be able to scan like a whole body with Supersonic, but in fact it's too powerful and um, it like explodes, <laughs> explodes people with Supersonic. So. Brock can't be with Dr. Anna. And then there's a smallmouth Golbat.
2: So this, this is a picture that has Golbat's mouth closed, which looks unnatural.
1: Is that from this episode?
3: Uh, possibly. I
1: don't I don't remember. I think I would have remembered it.
3: Only context I have is the caption, which says, Golbat with its mouth closed, LOL. I think this is an
2: edit. This has to be like a Photoshop. Yeah. Like somebody did this. Because
0: the teeth aren't right, if that makes
3: sense. Yeah. I oh, think okay. they just right?
2: they just closed them. There's out. multiples.
3: There's multiples of this.
1: Until Golbat evolves into Crobat, I'm gonna be paying attention and make sure if this frame actually happens or something similar to it. This is like a stupid Halloween costume. This bottom one.
2: You guys are so harsh on Golbat. It's so cute.
1: We're just sharing Golbat pictures. Oh, that actually is Golbat with its mouth <laughs> closed from Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> this
2: is a Pokemon Stadium the, the mini game gutsy Golbat.
1: Is that the one with the Jinx?
2: Um, yeah, because it's, it's, like, shooting out, like, kisses and hearts and stuff, and you have to, like, dodge it.
1: I hate that minigame. That's the worst one.
2: Everybody knows that the Chancy Egg Roll game is the best. Yeah, absolutely. No contest. And also the Scyther wood chopping one. That one's good, too.
1: We're This Golbat thing, mm. this is coming up. I'm gonna pay attention. It has to be the episode where Brock gets sick.
2: I, yeah, I mean, I think it's just,
3: like, an animation.
1: We're gonna keep you in the loop, Kelsey. Don't you worry.
3: Please do. I gotta know. I'm a Golbat closed mouth truther.
1: (laughs) You're a flat earth,
0: flat Golbatter. (laughs) That's the end of the episode. Yep. That's it.
2: (laughs) We made it. Timothy (laughs) has evolved.
0: Timothy's evolved. This is the most thought I've ever given Golbat, to be real. Oh, I got a question real quick, though, about, like, these episodes.
2: Mm.
0: Or maybe they did it in the past ones, too. Like, with the Who's That Pokemon, do they normally include, like, a little, like, description thing to help you yes. solve it that's been going on
1: okay that's been going on since the start of season four
0: oh, okay okay i was just i just noticed that
3: season four thought yes the theme song's bad <gasps> sorry. oh so i've been some fighting the new words. theme song is
2: bad
1: we all gasped we don't have anything to say to that
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> hot take alert i'm sorry i i love it i'm i'm just
3: i'm simple that oh, way i'm sorry Sorry to bring my hate to this podcast. Everybody's
2: entitled to an opinion. Yeah, I
0: listen to it while I work out and stuff like that. Going for <laughs> it's a, like forty <laughs> seconds. You just listen on a loop. Going for yeah, going for a twenty-mile run. Got in a forty-second loop. Gets me through
1: it. Oh my god! I want to be a winner, Kelsey. Don't worry. There's way worse Pokemon theme songs coming up.
3: Oh, I'm sure. Did Orange Islands? It did have a different.
1: Yes. Yeah, because Tracy was there. Oh God,
3: Tracy! I'm so glad Tracy is not in any of these episodes.
1: We love Tracy
3: you're the only ones no no no
1: we are we are ardent tracy haters i I did not care for tracy before we did this podcast and now i like despise him the creepy undertones that he has there's
3: nothing to like you know brock's a creep also let's be frank here this is fun we're used to him
0: it's used in the show as like comic relief whereas like tracy is just like let me draw you which is like you know
1: who's excited for our mvp and lvp in quotes
0: Alrighty, righty.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: my gosh. Good, l- good luck with this. <laughs> I mean, there's like three characters in this episode, so we'll make it happen. All right. I go first. Awesome. Followed by Alex, Austin, Kelsey, you're last. I'm sorry.
2: There's extra challenge to this week's because there's four of us.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go start off with my MVP. I'm going to give it to Dr. Anna. Whoa. What the fuck? Well, there's <laughs> the fuck? a certain respect you got to have for like the That's hustle. So loud. For the hustle and the grind. You know, like scheming people and making money. You got to respect that. She's a real go-getter. She's a real Um, charlatan. (laughs) Yeah, she's a winner. My LVP, I'll give it to... I'll give it to Tim. Mainly because it would suck to be like that close to evolving and like never be able to do it. I bet that like as a Pokemon, if you're close to evolution and you can't quite get there, like there's this pent-up like anxiety and like energy that you just can't figure out where it's coming from. Kind of like puberty... So I imagine, like, being stuck in that phase (laughs) would suck for a while. You know what I mean? Mm, That wouldn't be fun. Yeah, (laughs) totally.
2: Totally know what you mean. Yep, yep, yep.
0: And then, uh, oh, Lord, I lost my quote. Oh, where did it come from? Where'd it go? Oh, here we go. Okay. And then it's uh, when they fall into the the hole. And it comes from James. And it says, hey, we're the ones who have the patent on pitfalls. If we ever get out of this, I'm going to sue. Yeah, just try suing
1: Dr. Anna. See how that goes for you. (laughs) Yeah, you end up in a dungeon.
2: All right, I am going to give my MVP to Kathy Bates for playing Dr. Anna in the 1990 movie Misery. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That came out of left field. Yeah, right? Because I got total, uh, Dr. Anna is uh, Kathy Bates' character in Misery, so.
0: I thought we just thought it said it was Lisa Hazard. (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. This whole thing was giving me giving me serial killer vibes and then I thought about that so thank you Kathy Bates for that riveting performance LVP I'm gonna give it to Machoke for breaking that guy's back in half and apparently it (laughs)
0: felt good so
2: apparently my quote is going to be from Brock when he introduces himself the first time to Anna and he says (laughs) My name's Brock, but you may prefer to call me by an affectionate nickname that matches my most endearing personality trait. If you like strength, call me Rocco Brocko, romantic, try lover, or Brocky, anything. You can call me any name that fits me. Well, what would you like to call me? And Misty says, why don't you try insane?
1: They were getting away with a lot this episode. <laughs> I know. With the lover. And I couldn't the-
2: believe that. Well, I rewatched that maybe like five times. So I was like, He did not just say that. <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm going to swap Jacob's MVP and LVP. So, Timothy gets MVP. <laughs> mostly because... Well, he got to evolve. That's nice. Secondly, because Brock has a wedding fantasy of him and Dr. Anna having a double wedding with their Zubats. That was cute. Yeah, and Timmy got to wear a really cute tux, so I appreciate that. Timmy and, you, Timmy and Mimi. P. There you go. Timmy and Mimi. my LVP is Dr. Anna. No explanation needed. And my quote will be during Brock's wedding fantasy uh ash and misty are there his family's not there but ash and misty are there and misty says we'll see you at at the reception and brock says well we're gonna go straight to the honeymoon oh Oh. my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah they had no one censoring them today
0: nope they felt they felt like they could go all out they're like hey we already got a serial killer in the episode which (laughs) is it's really strike it hard
3: my mvp for this episode is um dr anna nope She's pulling off a, a successful scheme. You can't do that She's clearly been very successful She's
2: stolen this one no ma'am. Kelsey's not listening She's um. just gonna go forward with <laughs> <him>. <laughs> You can't do oh. a
1: repeat of an MVP We forgot to mention that
2: Oh,
3: oh no, okay
1: I'm glad we had the same thought process though <laughs> Kelsey, I'm really glad
4: we had the exact <laughs> I, same yeah. thought
3: Damn, sorry <laughs> Mimi, Mimi's my MVP Her bow's cute And she's doing her best LVP is brock.
0: I can see it. Yep.
3: I I just don't know, but his Zubat is cute, so, you know, it's not all lost. I already said my favorite quote was Cyber, <laughs> which James exclaims in the depths of this castle brought me some great Y2K nostalgia vibes. <laughs> and uh yeah, that's it. I think I've I've shared all of my thoughts about this episode.
1: Well, I think this episode was the equivalent of two hits. And the next episode's gonna be a miss.
2: Oh, tell us how you really feel.
1: I was trying so hard.
0: Yeah, work on it. Uh, next episode is. No, I'm kidding. That was good, Austin.
1: I'm not the transition king. You are. <laughs>
0: no. That was good, Austin. Yeah, the next episode's called Two Hits and a Miss. I don't know where that saying comes from. That's playing on words. Is it just a hit and a miss? Is that it? A swing and a miss. No. Oh, swing and no, a miss. No, that is a miss. Two something and a bits. A haircut. What? Shave and a haircut. Two Two bits, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. It took us an hour to figure out where Fossil Fools came from, so we we didn't. We (laughs) did that immediately.
4: (laughs) Just kidding.
2: You know that reminds me. I'm suddenly reminded of a childhood movie that I used to watch, and it was about a horse and a pony, and it was called Two Bits and Pepper. Austin, you would have loved it. <laughs> two Bits and
1: Pepper. Um, no, I would not.
2: Yeah, the one the <laughs> one pony was called Two Bits, and then the other one, the horse, was Pepper. And then they get, like, lost or something, and then they have to find their way home.
1: And that's what this episode was named after.
2: Yep. Because I can't find, literally, I cannot find anything about what that is referencing. It, literally, I typed in two hits and a miss, and all that comes up is Pokemon. Like, I don't type Pokemon.
1: I think it's just a hit and a miss.
2: Anyway.
1: All right, Kelsey, get ready to summarize in three, two, one, go.
3: Oh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> They're walking in the woods again, and they come across a grumpy old man, and he has a dojo, and he doesn't want to let his daughter be the leader of the dojo because misogyny. And uh, I don't know. She's her Pokemon are very graceful. So he wants to give the dojo to Ash. Because he's there, he has a Bulbasaur. Um, a random person comes I'm-
2: to the dojo. <laughs>
0: that was Alpha Major. Is uh, that what it was? That's what it alpha was. Major. That's what I was thinking of it came to me in the middle of that summary.
2: What is Alpha Major? <laughs> That's
0: the scene on saying that I could think of earlier.
2: Oh, oh my God! That was like forty-five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> I
0: know. it just popped in my head. That was Alpha Major. Okay. Thank
2: you, Jacob. I'm glad we got a resolution <laughs> to that plot line. God,
1: man. Aging
2: sucks. (laughs)
1: Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom.
2: You Disney Channel kids. I don't know about y'all.
1: Let's do this Hitmontop episode because none of us cared for it, I think, right? Oh, Jacob liked it.
2: I loved it. I thought it was (laughs) riveting. I
1: didn't say
0: anything. I was going to hold my hand
2: up.
1: (laughs) All right. So today we have a runaway Tauros on the careening mountainsides of Johto, and the Tauros is going to kill an old man. But Ash is a heroic male. That's very important. He's a boy. And he is going to save the old man with his Bulbasaur, who's getting some fresh air for the first time in a while. I actually thought he had a pretty good thing going on. Like, I actually thought the battle commands in this episode were pretty good in comparison to what we've been getting for the past four years. Mm -hmm.
0: I agree. Sure.
1: Yeah, Ash is like, okay, like, tie tie up its feet. Like, trip it up. Throw it over there. So that worked pretty well. And the old man whose name is Kenzo, apparently. He's hard to understand because he speaks very softly, so he's kind of like when our audio is fucking up on the podcast, so sorry about that. He takes them to his Pokemon dojo, which Ash has never heard of such a concept, even though Stop. he's gone to a dojo's <laughs> before in the show. We've been to three. This is the third one we've been
0: to.
2: Thank you. I was like, that is that is some shit. That is not correct. He's like, I've never heard of a dojo. And I'm like, I'm sure we've seen it. P1 championship.
0: Let's name. We had that one. Then we had the one with like the, the house that was like a booby trap place, too. Koga's ninja mansion. Yeah, with the Voltorb. Yeah. And then we had, like, do we count his, like, was the twin one? Was that a dojo, too? The twin twin one? Remember, like, we were, like, Delia's first kid that we meet... Or, like, Ash's father? Oh, AJ's, AJ, like, yeah.
2: BDSM House of Horrors. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that kind of is, like, a no, dojo. No, that was, like, a
1: wrestling ring area. Okay. Oh,
0: it's like, a boxing place. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed martial arts. It's different. Yeah, a little different.
1: We definitely saw a dojo in that Scizor episode. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, with the kid with the computer who wanted to, like, use the computer to anticipate all the moves. That, that episode, right?
1: This is the inferior version of that episode because... As we go to the Pokemon Dojo, the first one the world has ever
2: seen,
1: <laughs> we meet Kenzo's granddaughter, whose name was... Chigusa. Chigusa. Usa.
0: That's a great name.
1: Sailor yes. Minimoon. She's doing like an aerobics <laughs> class or like, is it, that what it was, right?
2: She was doing Pokemon Yoga Ballet. It was
1: like Zumba. Which, you know, that's that's genuine exercise, but old man Kenzo's like, uh-uh, that's not real Pokemon Dojoing. that's silly you cannot run the dojo you cannot be the shihan because i hate women and i think girls are inferior to men and ash is a male he's a boy so he's gonna be my heir now because he i saw him for about five seconds previously and that's all i need to know any thoughts on that
2: with a bulbasaur not even a fighting type
1: yeah
3: i know which she points out and he's like well it's got fighting spirit good
2: enough
1: Ash says he doesn't even have any fighting Pokemon, which is also not true.
2: Heracross, where are you? Heracross,
1: where are you?
2: Come back. Am
1: I am I in
0: defense of Ash, the old man doesn't know that and he's just he's repeatedly telling him I don't want to be the dojo master. He's just lying. He just doesn't want to do this, so
1: he's like trying to get out of it.
2: I mean, would you want to get involved in somebody's, like, weird, misogynistic family drama?
1: After a certain point, Ash, I feel like it's okay just to, like, say I'm leaving and say goodbye and go. He's too polite. Yeah, that's true. He has to freeload all these people for the night. Which he does, but not (laughs) until after Shiro the Dojo Destroyer comes to the dojo. I loved his name. Shiro the Dojo Destroyer? Yeah, well, Shiro... He is going around um, and he's challenging all the masters of all the Pokemon dojos, including the several we've seen before, and he's collecting their plaques and he's going to go home and make his own dojo.
0: Yes, Jacob? I was going to throw in some fun facts here. Shiro actually means samurai or warrior in uh, Japanese, so. Interesting. Or gentleman, too. It means like gentleman.
1: Well, he's not a gentleman. He's a dick.
2: (laughs) I don't understand why he needs to, like, collect the plaques of all these other dojos when he could just go and make his own. Like, is it just for the clout of, like, hey, I beat all these other guys and, like...
1: Yeah, is this a thing?
0: Yeah, it's like when, you know, like, warriors back in the day, when they killed someone, they'd cut off their rat tail or something like that. And they were like, you know, I've collected 20 rat tails, you know, it's better than your five.
1: So he slaughtered some Jedi younglings, and now he's
0: come <laughs> to this dojo.
4: Oh no! That's
0: what that blue guy does in Star Wars, I think. Collects their rat Wait, tails. Wait, what blue guy? Who? The bounty hunter? I can't remember his name. Oh, Cad Bane.
1: Yeah, he cuts off rat tails, probably. I'm just zooming right on through this, because the Zubat episode was really long. <laughs> um, T-Rocket's there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, of course. So it's Kenzo and his old man Machoke versus Shiro, the dojo destroyer, and his Hitmonlee. But Kenzo and Machoke throw their backs out because they had just visited Dr. Anna's castle the day before and it was not good for their uh, spines.
0: <laughs> Do you think that was the the Machoke giving the guy the
1: massage? That was the father. This is the father of the that father Machoke.
4: Of that,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, since Kenzo can't battle because he's old, it's time for Chigusa to battle uh, Shiro with her on top making its episode debut, we discussed we're all not fans of Hitmontop. Is that right?
2: It's got a weird look to it.
1: I didn't even know this existed until
2: this episode.
1: You did not know Hitmontop existed? I didn't know this was a Pokemon. Well, in the game,
2: it's like- It's impossible. It's
1: impossible to get, because you have to have a Tyrogue have exactly equal attack and defense when it evolves, but attack and defense and stats change when they go up a level,
2: yeah, so you have to you have to calculate it right before it evolves to be like, okay, if I have it battle and it gets, like, two attack points and one defense point or something, it'll be equal. But, like, how the hell you do that, I have zero idea.
1: Yeah, can uh, we get Liam from Instagram or anyone else yes. listening? Yeah. Can
2: someone <laughs> weigh in and let us know, have you owned a Hitmontop?
1: <laughs> With, like, reliability, because I could never
0: do it.
2: Without cheating.
0: Do you see what I mean, Kelsey, about me not knowing anything and then <laughs> being able to fulfill the gaps?
3: <laughs> That's okay. Okay. I mean, I was too busy getting Zubats, I guess, <laughs> to know that tops were impossible to get. I don't think I ever even tried.
1: It's made me hate top, And also in, in Pokemon Damn. Go, top when it's on like the map, he's doing like a little sidestep dance performance, and he's very distracting, and I don't care for him. So I'm a lot like Kenzo, the old man, in that respect. I'm like, I don't respect your dancing, and I don't respect you. So <laughs> you're not allowed <laughs> to take over my Dojo. <laughs>
0: It's not you, it's your Hitmontop. There you go. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs>
2: he should have just been honest with her. He should have just been like, okay, it's not you, really. It's your stupid Pokemon. If you switch, that'll be fine, but...
1: I think it's because she was a girl and this was his excuse. And he can't even battle, which makes it even worse, right? Yeah, it. there's nothing good happening here. This yeah. dojo des- des- deserves droid. I was cheering for Shiro. Hitmontop and Hitmon Lee have a battle, Um, but it turns out the old man is actually right, and Chigusa and her hip on top really do suck, because they can't even land a single hit. They get the shit beat out of them, basically. The dojo is going to be ruined until Team Rocket handily interrupts, and they try to take off with the fighting Pokemon. They're dressed as ninjas, so that was kind of cute.
2: You know what this reminded me of? This reminded me of the Power Rangers hip-hop Keto thing.
1: Oh my god, Alex. Zach does.
2: What? He's, like, dancing around. He's, like, doing dancing martial arts. And I was like, this is exactly what Shigusa is doing. She's dancing around.
1: Except Shigusa and him on top aren't any good at it, apparently.
2: Well, that's true.
1: Yeah. But, Alex, did you like our Pokeball's mechanics moment?
2: What happened?
1: James is in the Meowth balloon. He throws out yes. Victory Bell. Oh,
2: where Victory Bell turns around.
1: Chooses to go back up and manifest itself on top of him.
2: I did love it because he somehow, well, he ends up in Victory Bell's mouth.
1: Like that guy in that whale. Yeah, are you afraid of Victory Bell? (laughs) (laughs) Me?
2: It's it's mouth. I feel
1: like Victory Bell would be way worse, because they would actually want to kill you and eat you, and it's like an acidic stomach.
0: Oh, that is a good point. It's like a fly trap where you just kind of melt to death.
1: What a horrible way to go. Yeah, that would be awful.
2: But I feel like, does it work on humans? Because is it like Pokemon water versus regular water? Like, that kind of thing like oh if you hit (laughs) somebody with pokemon water it like damages the fire type pokemon but if they go into like well i I don't know does the acidity work on humans or is it just
0: i'm gonna assume it does can a venus flytrap kill a human that would answer the question
1: right like in real life yeah like if i
0: stuck my finger if i stuck my finger in one would i like come out with missing a nail
1: i always try and keep venus flytraps and they always die i can't keep them alive you give them something to
0: eat you you have a really clean apartment
1: I know some people who maybe they should get some Venus fly traps in their houses. Anyway. Oh. No whoa. one here. You're all are fine. Are, are we? Yes. <laughs> okay. Alex and Kelsey, you can come to my house anytime.
2: Wait, I missed that whole thing. I'm looking at pitcher plants.
0: Oh, cool. Austin called my house dirty. <laughs>
1: I really did. Oh didn't. my god. I did That's not. Rude.
2: <laughs> okay, it says pitcher plants are not toxic to humans or animals.
1: Does that mean okay. you can't eat them and not hold, die?
2: Hold on. I don't know. <laughs> Can you eat it's... them?
0: <laughs> Can you? What are we having for dinner? Venus Fly? is that what hoctic
1: means? You can't eat
2: it? It says, <laughs> what about the digestive fluid? This Okay, this website is Carnivorous Plants Guide. I don't know how true this is, but it says... What happens if it gets on your skin? The answer is nothing. It is sticky, but you can wash it off with water. There are no reports of people suffering skin irritation after making contact with these fluids.
1: Now, what if the pitcher plant is the size of you? (laughs) And also, it's alive, and it has eyes, and it's actively trying to get you.
2: I think Victory Bell is cute, (laughs) all right? Nothing you can say can convince me.
1: And it screams. It screams at you as it's doing it. I want that plant in my front yard to get rid of solicitors. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) It screams and tries to kill them.
0: Like, we want to say, ah, you know, see ya.
1: We should get you a victory bell. That's right. Uh, Okay. I'm going to get you one of those for Christmas. Don't worry. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Uh, Team Rocket blasted off. Who cares? So, uh, the next day, well, no, rather that night, Chigusa's like, yeah, we totally were going to win that battle because apparently Chigusa has as bad of a memory as Ash does. And she forgot that she was losing terribly. Grandpa Kenzo comes in and says, that's not going to happen. So he's going to have Ash train her because he loves Ash, and Ash is just so amazing. But, I mean, Ash actually did kind of prove himself today. I don't know. I thought his battling with Sword was actually pretty impressive. He had very specific orders for it. He was on it. This is,
0: yeah, pro-Ash came to play today. This is not mm-hmm. like, you know... Or get lucky because a lightning pole fell on a Pokemon, Ash. This is like, we're here to battle and get the job done.
1: I think they're finally learning how to actually write action sequences that are logical and entertaining. Uh, I am mean, not that this is the most entertaining episode because there's no character stakes that we care about. But regardless, they're up all night training that Hitmontop. And the next day, Shiro comes back and she battles Chibiusa. Oh, Chigusa and... She wins um, because now Hitmontop is able to dodge attacks and it's able to move itself at a 45 degree angle and it can do a jumping assault move. So Hitmontop wins and then the episode's over. I hate the
0: fact that like they just prove Shihan's point. Yes. that I didn't like about it. It wasn't like a she kind of like does it herself. They validate Sheehan's point from the beginning that Ash should take over and train because that's how you make winners.
1: You know what I mean? What a weird... I never would have gone in this episode being like, oh, the young girl has to... You know, you think she has to prove herself. Like, she has to prove the old man wrong. And she knows what she's doing. And just because her battling techniques and training are different from his in the old ways doesn't mean they're inferior. They're just different. But no, it turns out she's a fucking incompetent clown and doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. And men are better in every way. and You have to learn from them. I thought it was going to be like
0: she invents a new style. Like, when Shiro comes back like starts battling and then that night like she trained and she invented this new like dance or whatever kind of style that and he's like i've never seen this before and then him on top goes up there and like dominates you know what i mean that kind of thing but
2: that's such a good point i think they should have gone that way like she should have had her own thing like dancing battling techniques like what is that movie we were talking about the other day austin step up the ballet and then hip-hop dancing movie why can i never save the last dance Save the last dance. It's, like, the exact same thing, right? Like, she's a Juilliard ballet dancer, and he's, like, a hip-hop, like, street dancer-type person. And it's, like, the two have to learn how to incorporate each other's moves and, like, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. For this MVP, LVP, and quote list, Kelsey, you're first, followed by me, uh, Austin, and then Alex, you're going to bring up the rear.
3: It's unfortunate that I'm first because my brain... Just couldn't engage with this episode. I don't think I have a quote for you. I'm sorry. Uh, MVP, I guess, would be Bulbasaur. I don't know. Bulbasaur did a good job. It's not Bulbasaur's fault that the weirdo dojo dad, dojo granddad, like, latched onto him. Bulbasaur's fine. Uh, LVP is the, the grandpa whose name I have already forgotten. Kenzo. Kenzo kenzo yes yeah kenzo fuck you kenzo oh my god (laughs) he is rude ash saves him and like he's appreciative but i don't know in kind of a weird self-serving way
1: you saved me now you are the heir to my dojo
3: yeah he doesn't respect ash's boundaries when ash tells him i'm uninterested in being involved in this Yeah, he's just a big old grump. He could have just told his granddaughter, he could have been like, hey, Chibiusa, (laughs) I feel like you just need to strengthen your bond with your Pokemon, but instead he was like, what you're doing is dumb. Dancing's dumb. (laughs) Yeah, screw him. I don't have a quote, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, You can have one of mine.
3: Oh, Jesse saying, I'd like to bring that back to the boss. James saying, we'd go straight to the Hitmon top of his list. Okay, that is good.
0: That's good. All right. I'll give my MVP to... I'll give it to Ash this episode. This was actually, like, a good episode for him. He was on it with Bulbasaur, like, beating Team Rocket twice. He didn't want to take over the dojo, you know? Like, normally, like, Ash's ego pushes him to do anything that gives him power. But this episode, he was able to calm it down and make rational decisions. So, yeah, it's a good episode for Ash. Really good episode. And Bulbasaur, too, but he was already taken. My LVP, I'm going to give it to, um... What's the girl's name? Shigusa? Shigusa. Shigusa. I'm going to give it to the people she was teaching early in the episode. Because apparently, like we (laughs) said, she loses pretty badly. And they're using what she's she's teaching. They may not be winning any battles. And then uh, my quote actually comes from Shiro. And it's like, you know, him and Shigusa, they have their battle. And Shigusa, like, beats him. And then Shiro just looks up at the sun as it's setting and goes... Looks like I've gone from hero to shiro. Oh, Christ. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. <laughs> yep, that happened. Yep.
1: Okay, my turn, I guess.
2: Right, J- Jacob, that was that was a touching, pivotal moment of that episode. I feel bad
1: for him. You know, he just gonna, he didn't get his 12th plaque. My MVP, I'm going to give it to Chigusa out of spite to her grandfather. <laughs> because fuck him. Yeah. I'm going to pretend this episode had a message about respecting others and... <laughs> Improving oneself and acknowledging one's flaws, but also learning that there's always a way to correct them and always learn new things. I'm going to pretend this episode was better and give the MVP to Jagusa. <laughs> My LVP... I, I'll give the LVP to that guy who owned the Toros. Uh No! No, I take it back. It wasn't his fault. It was the wild bee drill that stung the Tauros and sent it.
4: Fuck, that's what I was going
2: to do. Damn it. That's so random. How could you possibly have thought that? I forgot that? all about that.
1: I didn't even have that Fuck. in my notes. I just remembered it all of a sudden. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I give I know up. that was a I'm good done. one, but I stole it from you. And my quote, <laughs> my quote will be a long exchange. Ash says, Shihon? I think I had that once in a Chinese restaurant. And Brock says, don't you know anything? A Shihon is the master teacher in a dojo. Ash says, I thought it was a chicken and garlic sauce. And then, what's his name? Kenan. Kenan.
0: Ken- Grandpa. No. Kenzo. Timothy.
1: Kenzo. Ken? I don't know. I can't remember these names either. I know. He said, uh, you're confusing me with General So. So. Ha <laughs> I thought it was General So. So? Yes, General So. So? yeah
0: it's sto though right or tso it's tso tso yes okay i'm saying this wrong the whole time they never got my order wrong though when i ordered it so anyway <laughs> good
1: luck alex
2: um my lvp is austin for taking
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um honestly what is even laughed i don't even know okay mvp did anybody give it to toros no. It's going to be Tauros because he almost killed that misogynistic old man. Yeah. And damn, he didn't get to fulfill his duty. LVP, I'm going to give it to Hitmontop because it's just an abomination. And I don't have a quote because Austin <laughs> took my only quote.
0: Shoot. Just repeat the- I'd Say Shiro said something because he was all philosophical. You know, just say, hey, the better to be a warrior in a garden than a garden in a warrior. Or something, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. That was a wise nugget of information.
0: I guess that's it for this episode. We're done with this,
1: right? We're good. We're done. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: All that's been said needs to be said.
2: Goodbye, Pokemon Do I too. have no interest
1: in ever seeing these people or the Hip on Top again. Good thing is, you don't have
0: to, right? Because next week we got. We got
1: a hot water battle
0: and Ooh. Hook, Line, and Stinker. Okay. Hook, Line, and Stinker. Yep.
1: Does anyone else have anything to say before I close this out here? Thanks for joining us, Kelsey.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Fun to have you back after so long. It
1: only took 103 episodes for you to rejoin <laughs> us.
2: <laughs> She's discerning with what episode she wants to be a part yeah, of. Yeah, she had
1: to be on this Hitmontop episode. It was really high priority. Yeah. Sorry, Kelsey. Yeah. Season four is not very good.
3: That's okay. Thanks for giving me a Zubat episode. You know how important Zubat is.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that story. But uh, am I good to close this out here? Anybody else want to say anything? Good, good, good. All right, we would just like to say thank you all for listening and be sure to leave us a five star rating. If you have any questions or comments for the show, be sure to send them to out of the drying pan at gmo.com. Again, that is out of the drying pan at gmo.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at out of pan. Again, our handle is out of drying pan. We also have an Instagram, you know, out of the drying pan, which alex is moderating and you know doing a great job there and a patreon we have patreon you can go to the linkedin description to find all about that there's a whole bunch of information there about it and austin wants to help me out here yes thank you to our patrons yes thank you you guys
2: are the best shows
0: like this are possible by people like you the patrons (laughs) we really appreciate your support we really do thank you all for listening again and be sure to join us as this journey continues